0: Today's guest is special, as you can see, she's nowhere near 40, <laughs> yeah. but what brings her on the show is her expertise as a yoga guru, so Sneha, thank you for coming on the show.
1: It's a pleasure, thank you for having me, Sanjana.
0: And a little brief on Sneha, her full name is Sneha Vidha. Sneha has um, a master's degree in international business, she has worked with two of the big fours has been a fashion model and then gave up the high life to become a yoga guru. (laughs) What again what brings her on life after 40 is her expertise as a yoga guru and we are I'm hoping that we will all learn from her skills and her training and all her vast knowledge that she will share with us. Yeah. So Seha could you tell us uh, in brief about your transition and your entire journey from There to hear? Yes,
1: thank you. It's been an amazing journey, I would say. I never thought I would be a yogi what I am today. Uh, So I started my career with KPMG, moved on to EY, and that was the phase while I was in KPMG. I started with modeling really crazy about that thing because I wanted to be famous honestly yeah
0: as an introvert (laughs) yes
1: as an introvert I wanted to be famous that every millennial wants these days that is one of the things that every millennial is looking forward to yeah Uh, but yeah it was amazing an amazing journey I have a corporate experience of about 4.5 years with these big fours and then I decided to quit on to both of them because my life became a little hectic, no doubt they are one of the best employers but I wanted to have a better and a peaceful life, I also got married during that time and I decided to become a yogi. I wanted to do something, have a skill which never expires or never lapses or you know it never goes out of fashion with time so that's how i became yogi.
0: how wonderful is that to our benefit so siya how has yoga helped you attain uh, emotional and physical well-being All
1: right. so with the hectic lifestyle that we have or unhealthy health patterns that we have i think i would go with the physical aspect first yeah the physical aspects are like i have disorders, I had thyroid. Being a yogi or yoga teacher, yeah, I had thyroid and I kept on doing the self practice everyday and I am done with both of them. So physically I am really fit and I feel really strong on the inside and out physically when I talk about the body and the organs. And then the second thing is, it has you know given me an edge to understand what spirituality is honestly. Yoga. Yes. Yoga. Interesting. Yes. And I am still exploring what spirituality is. Definitely I cannot define it in terms what it means to me. But I am trying to understand and it it makes me feel really positive and nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the third thing which I would want to add is um, I feel more connected to the universe. And with myself, honestly, being non judgmental about myself. Yes, I have flaws. Yes, there are things which I might not do right and perfect, but I have accepted it the way it is. And I was somebody who was really self critical um, about a year and a half ago, but at the moment, it does not matter to me started loving myself after 25 or 26 years of my life. Never before that I understood how
0: loving yourself feels like. Right? Which is how we blossom. Yes. Srinath, <laughs> uh, how do you feel our bodies start to transition after 40 years of age? Alright, so with the unhealthy patterns that we have, we
1: tend to get plagued to severe but bad health conditions like we have hormonal imbalances, yeah. for women it would be like they come across menopause and that becomes really stressful, your immunity gets low, yeah. your digestive system is really not on place; becomes a little more weaker mm-hmm. and there are you know minute aspects of the hair thinning and you lose on to a lot of hair yeah. and stress is one of the challenges that you know you move closer to when you tend to age and for the slightest of things
0: people start worrying all the eyes and the So what would you say is a good time and age to start yogic practices mm-hmm. and B, um, how long should our daily yogic practice be for? Alright, so I uh,
1: I would say if I talk as a yogi, a yogi would say that Brahma Murata is the best time. That is somewhere around 3.30 to 6am in the morning which is not possible mm. in our lifestyle because the we lead our lives a little more on the other side. So if not on that end, you can practice early in the morning whenever you wake up, maybe by like 5 or 6 until... 8 30 Mm. is the best time, but also if you do not have time somewhere in this frame, I would suggest one should not avoid doing the practice completely just because you feel you don't have the time at that point. You can go for an evening practice, even better because you have more time for yourself. You can take about just one hour, or for that matter, 30 minutes also, of doing. An asana of your choice, like Surya or any standing posture that you're comfortable with, or yeah. a lateral, or maybe you can just choose six postures which include all the spinal movements and an inversion. Okay. So that would be good enough. Thirty minutes to one hour is good enough for your body. So, so and so. what should be the time
0: gap between eating or drinking anything and doing the yoga? Alright. So early morning,
1: definitely start the practice before that there shouldn't be any food the bowels are empty and it's much more better the body responds in a better manner when you do an empty summer but during the day if you are practicing yeah. the uh, time gap should be about three to three and a half hours so wow. that, yeah
0: so what are the three critical things to be kept in mind when starting a wellness routine
1: Right. So I feel the 3 most important factors to be kept in mind to start wellness routine is The first thing is one needs to have the motivation
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yes yeah. Only if okay. you have motivation you are going to go on the mat or any physical activity for that matter True
0: that mm-hmm. And
1: uh, the second thing that comes up is the ability yeah. Ability might be chances that one does not have it and it's alright You can have a yoga trainer or you can have a fitness trainer who could assist you with how about and whereabouts of that particular thing that you are doing. Okay. And the third thing is a positive mindset. It's a must. You know, there might be a day when your know, body does not react really well and you didn't do much better or you didn't do a very good job like the way you did on the first day or maybe the fifth day. It's alright. The body is not going to react in the same way or do the perfect posture. Than how you did on the first day. But it's alright. Okay, It's just about a positive mindset. Accept your body however it is doing on that particular day and yeah. you
0: know, just keep on being positive and approaching towards your So, what you're saying is not, don't give up, keep at it even if the body is not the same every yes, day. Yes. Okay, so you also spoke of three very important things asana, pranayama, and meditation. So, how do they help? Us through this transition that we go through in our bodies. Would help
1: us have a physical body. A better physical body. Mm -hmm. And uh, it first strengthens you at the physical level. Is how asanas are going to help you you might have ailments or diseases or disorders in order to get deeper into the practice you definitely need to have a fitter body right if you do not get close to a fitter body you will always have discomforts in doing whatever you are doing any physical activity for that matter and even if it is yoga it's even more challenging holding the postures or trying to get in or out of a posture you need to move in and out safely right so the physical aspect the asanas is going to help you strengthen the body mm-hmm. then comes your internal organs right yeah? mm-hmm. the internal organs also get strengthened with yoga yeah you need to get everything right and in place like the way we spoke about you digestive disorders or the hormonal imbalances if they are never sorted in life not move further because you'll always be stressed out and never in a comfortable position while you are doing a posture if I talk about yoga. That's how the physical aspect of asanas would help. Now we move on to pranayama. After the physical aspect, the pranayama is going to relax the mind. You move to the mind aspect of it. Your stress level has to come out. You have to move to, from a negative zone to a positive one, stop worrying about things and that's when pranayama is going to come into picture. It will help you de stress. Yeah. It will help you with a better state of mind tranquility mm-hmm. definitely it ha- it is associated with sleep disorders as well yeah Disorder, yes disorders like insomnia gets treated with for example pranayama mm-hmm. yeah so it really tranquilizes the mind do it every day and you feel the difference and all of this is meant to be done every day wow. that it is a one day affair and you are done and it's, already known, it's <laughs> It's a daily it's practice. It's a process,
0: it's a lifestyle, yeah. I would say.
1: Interesting. Yeah. And meditation is a deeper aspect. It could be the smallest of things you're meditating upon, just your breath, mm-hmm. your nostril breathing, or the abdominal breathing for that matter. Keep focusing at one point. Do not deviate. Definitely the mind will want to deviate right? and it will think about various other things while you sit for meditation. But keep getting it back. Okay, I'm meditating. and you come back to one point, whatever it is, be it your breath, or you're focusing at the Igo center or anything else you believe in God or the universe or any picture that you have in mind for supreme power that you feel is really positive and convincing to you To that. A challenge that I face
0: when I, as you said, I focus on my breath is that um, as the thoughts come, my breath uh, loses its rhythm. It becomes faster or slower, or you know, things like that. So, do you think just focus is something that will help regulate it?
1: Uh, Focus in the sense that the moment you start thinking of other thoughts when you sit for meditation, you go with that thought but come back. Be like, no, I'm meditating here. Okay, let me come back to my breath. Always come back to that one point that you're focusing upon. The mind will definitely deviate. Let it, but come back. That's how you will develop focus, not that focus is something that you are concentrating or focusing
0: upon and you get it. Yeah. But you need to bring it back. Yeah. So. So Singha, one thing you spoke about overcoming a thyroid challenge, right? So I read that our metabolism slows down 2% each decade that we live, right? So, what is it that we can do to ensure a healthy metabolism? Like, I have put on weight exponentially, and it's not going. <laughs> and I have thyroid. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so the
1: first thing that I would say is, weight is just a number. But I know most of us are bothered about, you know, not gaining weight or reducing weight for our I would recommend keep on doing your physical practice every day. Right. Every day physical practice is a must, and the food intake that you have should also be under control. Mm-hmm. And if we come specifically to metabolism and we talk about yoga, there are various postures wherein you can, uh, you know, stabilize your metabolism, raise the uh, rate. Uh, postures include Sarvangasana that shoulder sure stand, then comes the bridge pose which really stimulates your metabolism. And then comes Asan, that's the child's force. So these forces generally bring your metabolism rate to normal and like you said, you also have thyroid. Sarvangasan, Halasan and Mahsyasan are one yes. of the best practices that should be done every day, which will control your thyroid as well. You know, it you come back to normal and that's how I did. Now I kept on practicing these entire series actually. Not only practicing these three postures but you need to do a certain bit of warm up to start with the postures that I just mentioned, the practices that have been mentioned. So start with Surya Namaskar. It takes care of everything. It takes care of your uh, the digestive system, the respiratory, the endocrine, the nervous, every system and organ is being taken care of. So start with the basic.
0: How many days? This
1: could be about 15 to 20 minutes. About six to eight rounds. Start with three rounds, like one on the right and one on the left, is one round. round. So Mm -hmm. do about three to six rounds. You start developing, you know, confidence and you're comfortable with it. Increase the number of rounds, and then you start.
0: Tell me, what should we do to fuel our mood and brain? All
1: right. So I would say, do anything that makes you happy, mm-hmm. could be as simple as a walk, maybe a morning or an evening walk that you go for, or it could be a dance class, or any physical activity for that
0: matter. As a yogic, what would you recommend we do, A, to keep our heart and kidney kidneys healthy, and B, manage our stress levels better. Alright. So
1: Diet as well, which forms a very important part of whatever you are taking care of, the body or the mind. Your diet has to be right, and the amount of food that you intake really matters. yeah. So, what happens, so, I'll again come back to the physical activity that we have spoken about until now. It's a must that one should do a physical activity with this. Alright, and to manage stress better, you can actually focus on mindfulness. Being mindful of the slightest of things that you do. Uh, Focusing on the breath is the smallest thing that you can be mindful of. All for that matter, be mindful even while you talk, do any activity. Pick up something and be mindful of that. That helps you manage stress because the mind is occupied on that particular thing that you're focusing on.
0: I uh, this is a question very close to my heart. Please give us some tips on how to deal with digestive (laughs) (laughs) peeps. The digestive (laughs) peeps.
1: So the digestive system, I think, is a very very important part. I mean, that's where you get all the energy from the food that you eat. Everything is being you know transferred to the body. The energy. Talk about, or the strength that we have, the muscles, or you know, building up cells for that matter. Everything would come from food, and it's really important to have a healthy digestive system. Yeah. So the basics that I would want, like, or I would do for myself in order to keep a healthy digestive system is the single leg raises, the double leg raises. Basically, they really help you strengthen the digestive system and the organs. Apart from that. Pose holding the boat pose, now asking for a longer duration, strengthening yourself by the core strengthening practices, holding plank for that matter. Yeah? Your digestive systems really
0: get toned. <laughs> <that. laughs> okay, so uh, the last but not the least question, Neha, yeah. 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 uh, when I am doing my yoga practices with you, there are often times I don't know whether what I feel is pain or discomfort. Yeah. So please help us understand the difference
1: i would want to add is listen to your own body the body our bodies really talk to us they speak to us when you are doing when when, whatsoever you are doing yeah so there's a difference a minute difference in pain and discomfort for example you are doing a posture and there is continuous particular part of the body and that yeah. happens often or for that matter even if you don't do anything mm-hmm. and there is continuous pain or mm-hmm. discomfort or uneasiness mm-hmm. that would be termed as pain at least according to me. The definition of pain would be feeling uncomfortable in a particular part constantly is pain. Mm-hmm. Why when you are holding a posture and the entire body is not at ease? Yeah. yeah? Uh-huh. That's something which I would term as discomfort.
0: It might So coming to the last question and um, thanking you again for your time. Yeah. Uh, we would I am glad, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I love
1: the positivity that Santana has and I think that's how we built a rapport. Uh, I I actually work with Karin and she's a member also with we are friends as in it doesn't feel like that I do not know Santana and she has so much of positivity, fun loving. She's so, so chirpy. Oh uh, God. The first time I met okay. Santana
0: I said okay. hi, oh when, when can I come for your class? Be mindful of the fact that while she will take you through the class in the most in the softest of manner, you will die each minute <laughs> because she does not allow you to let go of the posture yes, I do not know really whether I should be happy or sad about it but I will take it on a positive note and I will really
1: be happy that you know.
0: So the last question you were sharing your future plans as a So tell us about what you want, uh, right. you are looking yes. at how you are looking at enhancing your skill sets yeah. uh, So I
1: will not go too deep into what I, mean, I do not know how would be like. Mm-hmm. But as of now, I'm planning to go for a course in Raja Yoga to the Heart School of Yoga. And I think that's one of the best places in the world that I have come across. Honestly, how much ever I have tried to work more on my asana practice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to deepen my knowledge not only in terms of the physical aspect, but more of what spirituality is, explore on my own and understand because I really don't know how to define that yeah. but I'm just loving this whole journey of being uh, a yoga teacher, a yoga instructor, uh, knowing more about how our body, our brains, our mind, yeah. everything functions and it's really amazing to be
0: here as, as a yogi Thank you so much. Thank right. you. So guys, stay tuned for the next session. We have uh, Seha sharing some important yogasanas. Um